say, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man, Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Rick, how are you, man? I'm good, young man. How are you? Man, better than I deserve. Excited to be here with you today. We have got a lot to talk about today. We uh, we should start right at the top of the show, sending condolences to the Jarrett family. Uh, just a tragic loss in Mr. Jerry Jarrett. Boy, his uh, fingerprints are all over modern wrestling and have been for more than 40 years. Rick, uh, Jerry Jarrett was maybe the last great regional promoter. Any good Jerry Jarrett stories you can share with us? You know, I never worked for Jerry. Isn't that funny? I mean, it, it, I, I was around him a lot, but I don't think I directly ever worked for him. I worked for, I, I were Jerry and, and, uh, were Lawler and we're both, were Jerry and Jerry partners. Yes, they were. Okay. Then I obviously worked for him. Yeah. I, I guess I never worked with him is what I'm trying to say. Never worked with you. him physically. Um, yeah, I mean, my experiences, they were good. I mean, you know, everybody knows that. Lawler and I had some difference of opinions when it came to putting somebody over, but I mean, that's long ago and forgotten and past. And, um, I'll, I'll tell you this, going to Lawler, Lawler became a household name and never left his backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, uh, Jerry Jarrett did not because he didn't travel and wrestle with Jerry. Um, you know, he was famous for being a great promoter and everything. And obviously the father of, of a, great wrestler in, uh, in Jeff, but, um, Lawler became a household name and never really left Memphis. If you think about it, he didn't go yep. to St. Louis. He didn't go to Matt. I mean, later on he did, but he built his whole career and never left his backyard and wrestled everybody. Cause everybody went there. I mean, from the funks to me, the Briscoes, I mean, everybody went to, through there to wrestle Jerry. It's and, how and many we, guys went through there? You know, like Hulk Hogan became yeah. you know, they did that whole Hulk video with that Michael St. John voiceover there. Yeah. The Ultimate Warrior and Sting started there. Mick Foley went through there. The Rock went through there. Austin yeah. went through there. I mean, it was where a lot of the greats yeah. uh, Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker too. They all cut their teeth for yeah. Jerry Jarrett. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So they um they enjoyed a lot of success, and I'm I'm sure Jerry, I heard he had a beautiful place there. So um, he did. Uh, I and then again, I think if I make it to 80, I'll be happy as hell. So I don't know how he passed away. I guess it was a heart attack, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we revealed on uh, Jeff's podcast literally the day that Mr. Jarrett passed that his dad, his dad had been dealing with esophagus cancer for a few months. Oh, esophagus. Months. Right. All but right. what happened, Rick, is his uh, his heart couldn't take the the treatments, so yeah. it wasn't actually the cancer that got him; it was the treatments to get rid of the cancer. But yeah, it's um, what a legacy he leaves behind. You know, Jeff Jarrett, after all these years, you know, overcomes all the triumphs and tragedies, and he's back on top in better shape than ever. And yeah, yeah uh, he's, on TV he's, every week. He's, it's, dang, dang, we need ten percent of that money. We got him rolling <laughs> again. He sent me a text last night. He well, so yeah, happy. he's well, it was so happy. They got to wrestle in front of his dad right there in his hometown. So it meant so there. much to Mr. Jarrett to be yeah. a part of that whole presentation that we had in July. And I was just so fortunate to get to spend some time with him. We, uh, we actually sat down and interviewed him a couple of years ago and yeah, Jeff actually said, Hey, what you did for her, what'd you do for my dad? Uh, you know, we don't, everybody's getting a little older and, and man, just. 
It's just yeah. crazy the way it all worked out. And and speaking of Memphis, you oh, know, he was he was a, a well. Hope you didn't mention his breath in the same. Did you say a herd? Oh yeah, well I interviewed Jim Hurd. Right I know now. that, but uh, you, you can't you can't compare. We're not comparing the two, the two not at all. In in, in in wrestling wisdom, my God, one was a world class great promoter. The other is still trying to figure out what he's doing. <laughs> we, yeah, well, no argument for me on there. But I do <laughs> want to know uh, what you know about uh, our other pal from Memphis, the other co-owner of that promotion, Mr. Jerry Lawler. He's uh, I FaceTimed with him the other day. He's doing much better. That's he's awesome. Got, he's got some rehab ahead of him. That's great to hear. I'm glad to hear I'll tell you what, to, find, to, to realize that someone could be alone and um, – and I'm saying this from the heart. I just spent the weekend with Wendy, and I don't. And I'm trying to get her to move here. I wouldn't ever want to be falling three days after I've had a stroke. I'm serious. It really changed my way of thinking in my life. Who wants to be falling three days later after because you're living alone? Although, I mean, I can't imagine. He's just laying there. That that in itself is a story for three days before uh, before somebody found him. I, I was under the impression that it happened in the parking lot of his condo. So I, I would hope it wasn't three days. Oh, I was told. Well, there you go. That's how storage can begin. I, I was told that he didn't respond. He didn't, he didn't show up for the appearance in Baltimore that I was at. And that, um, if, 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 if it happened on Friday, you would have heard up. You didn't let me, we didn't talk about it till when Sunday. Yeah. I mean, they kept it quiet for sure. I don't, I don't think, you know, I mean, here's the reality, well, but, well, but who's they, he, he was with nobody till Lauren got there. Right. That I know of. You know, yeah. You know, I, don't, who, I don't think Lauren discovered him. No, no, she did not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, who's they, right. And why would you keep it quiet? I mean, I just, whatever, wherever, wherever it is, it's just not a scenario that I want to be in ever. Sure. As do I imagine you either. Right. When I fall down, I want someone to be watching me fall. <laughs> face bump whatever it is <laughs> well that's the thing man you've been doing that face bump yeah. for so long that when yeah. you do one we're just gonna think it's part of the show again as, Bo as bobby heenan called it, it's, it's the gordon yes <laughs> named after the great gordon Soli. but anyway god what a rough rough week like you said or rough month so far with lanny and yeah, let's talk about Lanny. Let's get all the, the bad stuff out of the way, and then we'll have some fun and some more lighthearted topics. We lost the brother of the Macho Man, Randy Savage, the genius himself, leaping Lanny Poffo. Uh, such a nice man, such a genuine man. I had a chance to meet him for the first time in 2018, and I felt like he never met a stranger. Just a really, really great guy. Yeah. I'm sure you knew their father, Angelo. What do you remember about Lanny? Uh, um, I just let Lanny just playing a nice guy. You know, he was he was an average hand, but a real nice guy. And that and that and that you don't have to be a great wrestler to be a great guy. You know, I mean he he was good. Um but clearly, you know, he walked in the footsteps of his brother. Uh Macho was um, you know Cast a big shadow. Cast a big shadow, exactly. But it's the funny thing of it is I I traveled with Angelo. Is that, can you fathom that in 1974? Wow. I traveled with Angel and then I was there and kind of helped uh, Randy uh, when he first came in after playing minor league baseball. He came to the Carolinas. 
So I, you know, I've known Randy a long time off and on. I knew Randy for a long time. Yeah. Well, and, he went, and he went way too early. Yeah. I yeah, think that, that was just said. He finally found happiness and all of a sudden bingo. Well, thoughts and prayers go out to the Poffo family and certainly the Jarrett family. And, uh, I can't believe this is real, but as you and I are recording this on Wednesday morning, Jeff Jarrett is in town for the AEW dynamite show tonight. I know Sophia told uh, me his, um, uh, miss Deborah, uh, Jerry's uh, unfortunate to say his widow, uh, demanded that Jeff go and said, your dad would have demanded it. This wouldn't have been a request. He would have wanted you to go to work. So old school. That's Jeff's there, man. Hey, I'm you. telling you, it's, I, I can't tell you the number of us that have had to do that in one way, shape, form or another. Uh, I haven't had to, but I've never, I've never been, I have never been, uh, in a situation where I could stay overnight after one of my kids was born. I was there for the birth of them, but I was gone the next day on the road. Wow. I mean, that's just the way it was. You went to work. Um, and that, to think that that would be that difference now, is, it, it, it just it means the business obviously is a better place, but that, that's, a, that's a tough lick, man, to just you know, walk out and wife has the baby and you smile for five minutes and you get on an airplane. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can only imagine how many of us have done that or, or had to leave someone. Um, I remember Fritz von Eric gave me a day off. It was unheard of back then to go home and see my mom when she had breast cancer one day. Wow. And, uh, she ended up eating it, but I got to go visit her for one day, which that was unheard of. Fritz just said, go. So, um, that's that's unusual. When David was born, George Scott told me if I wasn't at Raleigh TV, he was born on a Tuesday in Minneapolis. Uh, George Scott told me if I wasn't at Raleigh TV Wednesday night, to just keep on going right through to Memphis. <laughs> True story. Wow. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They didn't. Well, you want to talk about some, we always laugh about the road life because it was a lot of fun, but there was some, there was some brutally in, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, insensitive. Insensitive, insensitive, day in and day out that you had to be there at the show. Yeah. If your name was on the billboard and you weren't there, man, you were, sometimes you were blackballed for months. Hey guys, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley here, and I need to call a quick timeout, a brief timeout, because I wanted to tell your listeners what I have been telling Foley is Pod listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. Adfree Shows gives you early ad-free access to more than a dozen of your favorite wrestling podcasts, including The Snake Pit with Jake Roberts. This week, the snake welcomed the devil himself, Kevin Sullivan, to the program. I'm ready to go out, and I see Ming coming back, and all of a sudden, they threw a cinder block and hit him on the shoulder oh, from the oh. roof. He dropped to a knee, but he just shook it off and came in. If they oh. had hit him in the head, it would have killed him. David Crockett joins Conrad for an all-new edition of The Book as they go day by day through February 1985 with the help of Jim Crockett's original booking laws. And what a pivotal month it was 
as WrestleMania 1 is right around the corner and Jim Crockett Promotions is running in Vince's own backyard. In that area, knew him, knew his reputation. It's a working class audience. Uh, they like the style of our wrestling and you put Dusty and Backlund together, they're, you know, opposites, but they attract and, and they make it work. This month marks the 35-year anniversary of one of the most memorable angles in wrestling history, the famous twin referee angle on the main event. And Ad-Free Shows members got to watch it back live alongside Earl Hebner on our latest premium watch-along event. I got to dress, I got to use uh, Andre's dressing room after all this happened. And uh, Andre just loved me. I mean, he just wanted me basically always be a ref. And Hogan loved me to death. That's just a small taste, a sampling, if you will, of what we have waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, four. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now, right now, at adfreeshows.com. Yeah. Well, thankfully the business has changed, but boy, the more it changes, the more it stays the same, uh, as we've mentioned Cody Rhodes is on quite a tear in WWE. And last yeah. week he had a barn burner of an in-ring segment with Paul Heyman. Yep. Uh, you were uh, traveling last week and, and, and down without internet for a day or so. So we didn't get a chance to discuss it, but this is a raw segment that people are still talking about from last week. Did you have a chance to see it? What'd you think? I have not seen it. No, remember I was down. I did not see it. It's uh, it was an amazing piece of business. And I think a lot of people were clamoring for the Sami Zayn match and felt like perhaps there were no stakes and no story to Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Paul Heyman and Cody changed that in one in-ring segment. Yeah. And then, uh, as we we're recording earlier this week, we saw an in-ring segment with Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes, both who are quote unquote baby faces. And one is up this weekend in his hometown of Montreal, taking on Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. And it's for the world title at the elimination chamber and Ben. This is going to be a hot crowd. Sammy's about as hot as a baby face can be. It's in his hometown. It's a pay-per-view event, but unfortunately he's against our tribal chief. What do you think happens in this one, Rick? Unfortunately for Sammy, the tribal chief, <laughs> yeah. that would be my prediction. And I, I don't see how, um, well, first of all, because of the, the, magnitude i always kid sammy i got him now because i used to hate that <laughs> hate that gimmick now i love it so and i've admitted to it um it'll be a hot crowd so it won't matter who wins but i i think that um wrestlemania is roman and cody not sammy and cody yeah i mean i, I hope that it winds up being kevin owens and sammy Zayn against the usos that as a tag match feels like it could be a co-main yeah, event on two, either night two, two guys from montreal yeah absolutely also on that show in montreal this weekend it's a big pay-per-view we've got bobby lashley versus brock lesnar uh, what do you see happening in that one rick you know i don't know um God, I just saw I just saw Bobby and talked with him for a while at, at the thirty at the thirtieth year anniversary. I have not seen Brock. I I don't know enough. I, if I had talked to Brock recently, I'd have a better feel for what was what was going on. I, I really don't. 
well, whatever it is, it's going to be a good match, and it's long overdue. I'm looking forward to seeing it. That that's the key thing for me. I don't think they've overworked before, have they? I think they have, but it's been a while, and of course, they really uh, kicked this story into high gear. At, yeah. In my opinion, at the Royal Rumble, when Lashley yeah. eliminated Lesnar, yeah. I would think Lesnar gets the win there. Let's yeah. talk about a mixed tag that happens this weekend. It's Edge and Beth Phoenix against the Judgment Days, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Any feel there? Do you think Edge and, and Beth get the win, or is it Judgment Day's time? Well, it's hard to bet against Judgment Day because of uh, Rhea going to WrestleMania. Right. I don't see them taking any momentum off her. So um, I think it's just great that Edge and Beth get to wrestle together, which I think is just phenomenal. Um, anytime you can bring a family story to real life and to, to the big screen, I think it's phenomenal. I love Beth and Edge a lot, but I don't see them taking any momentum off of Rhea going into um, going into um, WrestleMania. We got another big one here, and this will determine in an elimination chamber match who will go on to face the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania. It's Asuka versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki Cross versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia versus Carmella, all inside an elimination chamber. Do you have a feel for that? Who do you think takes on Bianca Belair at WrestleMania? Give me the list again. Asuka, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. Um well, I can tell it would be a hell of a match. I mean, they'd all be good matches, but Asuka and uh yeah. Asuka and uh um Bianca would be unreal. Asuka Asuka's she's really, really, really good. Not that they all aren't, but um I think Asuka, I, I think she deserves more attention than, than she gets. Because I mean, she and Ashley, I don't know how many years ago that was, they tore WrestleMania down. I mean, they yeah. literally did. They had the best match of the night, I thought. I know people go, oh, it's his daughter again, but goddamn it, they just did. They had the best match. Um, so, what, so Becky is wrestling Bailey, right? Well, how, what, how, where are Becky and Bailey? Why are they not in that match? Uh, yeah, they've had a little. They've had their own feud going on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm surprised to hear the one of them isn't wrestling isn't in that. Um, well, I mean, listen, the, things could change. We still got a little bit of time. A week uh, on the <laughs> on the elimination four, chamber. Four days. <laughs> oh no, no, I mean for the for for WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, listen, I, there's there's still some discussion online that hey, even if Sammy loses, if there's some sort of controversial finish, will they make that a three way? like they did a few years ago with Daniel Bryan. I don't see that happening. I think it goes to the Usos and it becomes a tag match with Kevin Owens. Uh, but we'll see what happens. But on the men's side. Three-way uh, with, with Sammy. Cody. Cody. No yeah. way. No I don't way. think that. I, I, don't, I don't see it, that. It, it, they put too much time into Cody and too much time in their own. And the fans, they, the fans sometimes are, get with that three-way stuff and sometimes they don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's better. I, I, I know it'll mean more just from knowing him like I have since he was 12 years old. I think Cody and, and Roman, I think that's going to be a really world-class match. I mean, I, I mean, I actually think Cody's a better worker now than he was. That his work is better right now than it was when he was at uh, AEW. 
And oh yeah, and, I think Cody's on, on top of his game. He's yeah, the best on, on Cody top, yeah. right now. Yeah, and and Roman certainly hasn't uh, slacked off at all. Roman's great. I th- I think it's a it's a clash of the titans, man. Let's do one last one. Uh, this should round out elimination chamber. It's the men elimination chamber for the United States championship. It's Austin theory versus Seth freaking Rollins versus Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed versus Damian priest versus Montez Ford. Who do you think, uh, picks up the, uh, us championship here when Seth, the night's Seth, over Seth Rollins, right? I could see that. Yep. Well, it's going to be a fun pay-per-view, man. It's going to be a hot crowd. Uh, even if you normally uh, skip some of these premium live events, I would recommend that you check this one out just based on the fact that it is going to be in Montreal. It's going to be a super hot crowd. Uh, but before we do, I, I want to they, remind they are, they're, they're very great fans of Montreal. But I, the Canadian wrestling fans are fabulous. I just wish they'd make it easier to get across the border. Yeah, I've, I've never been, but I can't wait to go. And, uh, I'm going to be enjoying this premium live event downstairs at the house. I'm going to be cooking some steaks from backyard butchers. The wait is over quality steak, free shipping period. The backyard butchers restaurant quality steak boxes are now available online. You're going to get steak quality. At less than what you can buy it for at the grocery store. See, what we're talking about here is you're buying in bulk. And by cutting out the middleman grocery store, you still get 100% American made beef, pork, and chicken, all from farms in the heartland of America, but you save a boatload of cash. Backyard Butchers is going to get you meat that is fresh and safely packaged and delivered to your door in an eco-friendly insulated box. So it always shows up at the perfect temperature. They've got great customer service. And I'm telling you, if you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy steaks, this is just can't miss. You get 15% off plus free shipping and four free ribeyes for life with every subscription. And don't forget, they don't just have steak. They've also got your pork and your chicken. And you don't have to subscribe. There's no subscription or membership necessary at all. But if you do choose to subscribe, they're going to hook you up with four free ribeyes for life. Seriously, you'll thank me later. Check it out right now. Backyardbutchers.com. Click on the online shop and order. And be sure to use our promo code FLAIR and you'll get 15% off your order. Plus free shipping and four free ribeyes for life. That's at backyardbutchers.com when you use the promo code flair so rick we're gonna have the grill fired up for the weekend and i'm looking forward to that but along the way we heard some fantasy booking from our old pal cody rhodes he was on logan paul's podcast and was asked Mm -hmm. about a dream match and when he was asked about this dream match he said it would have been cool to uh team up with his dad yeah against you and arn anderson how fun would that have been man Oh, it'd been great. It'd been great. I mean, we, Arn and I wrestled with Dusty. God, I, who knows? I mean, four horsemen against Dusty in any combination of people from Nikita to Magnum to Sting to Road Warriors. I mean, we just wrestled them so much. But Dusty was always in the middle of all of that. I mean, it really, you, you put that that unique 
situation of the, of the four horsemen with Dusty and, and any number of other people. And it was always, it was always sold out, number one, and it was always fun. Can't ask for more than that. Super fun. Can't wait to see what happens with Cody, uh, and, and especially what's going to happen after the main event this weekend, but then it's WrestleMania season. And of course, around WrestleMania season, there becomes the buzz who's going in the hall of fame. And the rumored headliner this year is Dave Batista. Hasn't been announced yet, but that is the rumor. What do you think about big Dave going into the I, WWE I, hall of fame? I think it's long overdue, long overdue. I think it's great. Sooner they get Dave in, then we can get evolution in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need three of those, right? You got to have three rings now. Yeah. Well, I don't have any. You, well, and, you, you, you and Manny have got them. <laughs> yes, we do. There you go. Um, listen, I think it would be awesome. Hey, at least I know they won't get lost. You know, I was with the Undertaker the other day, and I always got to make sure that my Rolex isn't gone after I hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> We do, yep. man, at least to know the rings won't be lost. <laughs> Every now and again, some of your stuff winds up in a bowl of spaghetti. It's the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the rumor. <laughs> that is the rumor. Well, the other uh, thing I want to talk about in the Hall of Fame is there's been a movement online to get the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette into the WWE Hall of Fame. Please. Yeah. It, it feels like this is way, way overdue now, does it not? It certainly does to me. I mean, if you put the rock and roll in, you got to put the midnight in, and the rock and roll deserve to be in big time. And I don't know why they're not. I mean, maybe Jim doesn't want to come out of his holocide. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I God. And once again, I haven't seen Stan in years, and Bobby's not here, but God, they were a great team. I mean, really good. It would have been so awesome to see Bobby on that stage. We missed that opportunity. Yeah. I hope is it, get... isn't, isn't, isn't Dennis still living? Dennis is here. Yeah. And he's actually in my neck of the woods. He's he lives right up the road from my parents. Well, you could put Dennis in there with him and Jimmy and Jim, you know, Jim would cut a great promo. I'd be, it'd be awesome. I'd love it. I hope it happens. It's long overdue and you know, maybe it won't happen in LA, but if we could get him in next year in Philadelphia boy, the midnight mm. express, they were fan favorites in philadelphia oh were they ever God, yeah. uh, you know and with uh you know having a guy like ricky morton induct him i don't know who to induct him but it'd be great i i, I have so much i just plain love jim Cornette. he's a he, he's a very smart guy and then he he's ballsy as hell. <laughs> he is i'd i'd die and have him at the last match but he, he wouldn't come i guess you told me he didn't well, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he has not made a parent, a ton of appearances at all since yeah. COVID started. He just got comfortable at castle Cornet and yeah, he's, uh, enjoying life there. And I, I can't blame him, man. If he's got life, like he likes it, stay home. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I can have life like I like it, but I'm not staying home. No, that ain't true. You got to keep moving. <laughs> it's you too. I don't see you staying home every night. Well, no, that, that doesn't happen. You are correct. <laughs> So speaking of the hall of fame, is there anybody I heard, else? I heard you're getting to go to LA by yourself. That's the rumor. Wow. Come on now. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to be hard to find. <laughs> I <know you're> not. <laughs> uh, anybody else you'd like to see go into the hall of fame? You know, we, we both hope that the midnights go in and Dave Batista does. Is there anybody else you think is, is overdue? Well, this is my perspective. I would I'd put Tully and Arnold as a tag team too. Yeah. 
I absolutely would. I mean, they, they were so damn good. They're just a tag team. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you measure. I don't know what standard, but I don't know what the standard is by which they measure. But, but God, I mean, how how much better a tag team can you be? I mean, the, the, I mean, they could they 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 their work could hang in with anything that's going on right now. Can you imagine them those those two against the Usos with bay faces? Right. I mean, with the Usos being bay faces, are you kidding? Jesus, against Aaron Tully, but with Bobby Heenan, uh, unreal. Or even JJ, you know what I mean? Well, I think it would be cool if they put uh, Miss Elizabeth in. Uh, oh, absolutely. Vader well, I, in. I, I'd like to see Luger go in. Yes, yes, great call. Uh, I, I would definitely like to see Luger go in. I mean, his contributions to, to WCW and NWA were huge. I, they were there again. I don't know what how they determined that, but um, they have certainly put some people in in recent years that I don't think are nearly the talent level of some of these guys that we're talking about now. Yeah, Dave Batista's automatic. My God. Yeah, gotta be. Well, somebody he, else who's automatic. He may, he, he may have had the greatest ten-year run of ever. You know, I think he just stayed in for ten years, right? Yeah, he on wasn't. Top, in, he wasn't in a long time. He, he was on top for ten years. Yeah, I mean, who does that? And then took right. off for Hollywood, and uh, and he's now he's kicking ass in Hollywood. Good for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm good for him. Is right. Well, good for the Kansas City Chiefs. We normally start our shows talking a little football, but uh, football's over this year now. The Super Bowl's behind us, and uh, it came down to the wire, but the Chiefs pulled it out. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. What'd you think of the Super Bowl this past week? I loved it. I thought it was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. It was a great show. And, and your guy, your guy, they're talking contract. They better give him the, all, all the money he wants for 10 years. Jalen Hurts deserves to get you know, paid. Jalen, Jalen Hurts outplayed the guy. Yeah. I mean, and he, I mean, he didn't outplay him, but I mean, his numbers were huge. We were three TDs, 340 yards, something like that. Um, but I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's just, just something else, isn't he? Jesus. Yes. And Travis Kelsey too. My God, he's he's going to be in the Hall of Fame twice. A lot of uh, folks were upset at the, uh, the, the penalty near the end of the game where holding was called on, uh, the Eagles. Mm -hmm. What'd you think? Was it a penalty? Should they have called it? Was the ball catchable? Is it a non-starter? Well, number one, the ball wasn't catchable. So it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't slow him. That ball was 10 was, I would say at least five, to 10 yards over his head. Wasn't it? I didn't think it was catchable. So I didn't think the flag should have been thrown. Yeah, but uh, it, made, it wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah, if if, if he even if if he hadn't been pulled, it, it wouldn't have been a completion. Correct. So I don't see what the big. I mean, I, I it, oh, I see. I, I mean, because of the penalty, they got. I got you. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got the first down, got, and then they were able to just drip the clock down that, and kick that's the right. goal. That's that right. Goal. Okay, I'm I'm trying to think of the, of of the importance of that call. Yeah, you're right. I. I didn't like it either. No, but I mean, the, for the, the fact that the game was so relatively flag-free, flag yes. you forgot about it for once. I mean, these guys' college games at the end of the year, the bowl games, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. And some of these, some of these playoff games, the referees just won't stop. 
and then and then they then they then they apologize for the call, but their call stands. Right. Who that just happened in a game what a week or two weeks ago, right? Yeah, it's been a weird week or a weird year for penalties, and uh, of course Jesus. now the next, next thing we'll talk about is uh, the draft. You got your eyes on anybody in the draft that uh, really stands? I out? I can tell you right now what you want me to tell you. That kid, <laughs> the Bears are not going to trade Justin Fields and draft your guy. Okay, he he's five nine. Well, listen. Let's just. I love you... Alabama because Morgan's there, and I, by God, I'll tell you this: you know what I'm, what's amazing about Alabama right now? You, I bet you don't even know it because you, you don't. But they're number it. one in basketball. And basketball, and they beat yeah. Auburn today. I watched the whole game. What a game! Twelve and zero. Alabama is starting to have an overall look as an athletic program instead of just a football. Yeah, I mean that's amazing. When you got teams like that, that's the way that used to be with the Carolina, with the North Carolina. Their football was good when LT was there. Their basketball was always good. Now North Carolina and Duke aren't even ranked this year. Think about that. That's big. It's great. Is Kentucky ranked? Not in the top 25. I don't think so. No, I mean, here's Alabama, Auburn, all these different schools coming in. I think Texas are ranked pretty high. I mean, I yeah, mean, Texas is six, Kansas is five, and Kansas being five is really the only "quote unquote" familiar face. Uh, Gonzaga's at thirteen, but these perennial players, like you're saying, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, they're not there. And somehow, well, North Carolina started out number one. Now they're they're not even. They had to win the other day to be getting the playoffs. I think. Yeah. Um, but it's Auburn. I mean, the Southeast Conference is really playing great basketball right now. Tennessee is better. The, the look at the girls at, at South Carolina, my God, they're they, they're unbeatable. Did you see Alabama play Vanderbilt a couple of weeks ago? No, I watched the Auburn game. I didn't see that. They beat them one hundred and one to forty four. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> no, I mean I watched I watched the Auburn game. Auburn was up by five points with two minutes yeah. left, and they came back. That's I that's wide. So good for Alabama. Good for Morgan. Look, look at you. Showing a little Alabama love here. Yeah, I am. I, I swear to God, I like the, the only thing about I like schools that have the all around. You know what the Sears Cup is, right? Yeah, it's the college each year that's got the best all around program. And I mean, it's, it's gone to Florida, it's gone to Michigan. I don't know who's getting it lately, but I mean, I like it when a school has got a really well rounded athletic program. I mean, like you know, Clemson's got baseball and that, but their football team is falling not falling apart, but you know, everybody's got to go through these periods of time. Who would have ever thought Georgia? You know, they, Georgia would be ranked number one again this year in football again, won't they? Well, let's not get crazy here. You don't think so? No. Do, do, who, who had a better recruiting class? You guys or Georgia? Alabama. Did they? How about about Ohio Alabama State? had the number one recruiting class with no no coordinators because Nick Saban's just the goat. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with that. He, he, he he's it's he's takes gonna, a goat to know a goat. Well, he's got the records. I'm saying it's like who's gonna break time? I actually got to FaceTime with Tom Brady the other day. Really? How's he doing? Yeah, he's in. He was in New York. I was surprised he was at the Super Bowl. He was with my friend Ty Domi. Oh, that's. Awesome. I just said, yeah, good luck, man. I mean, he's got that deal he's got with Fox is unheard of. <laughs> Three hundred seventy-five million dollars, and he he is the handsomest son of a bitch. Like I said to him, Tom, I said, look at. I just got to have one night out with you in Tampa. 
<laughs> just, it's just one night out. Come back to town. I dare you. Here's my number. <laughs> I want to hit every bar in Tampa when Tom Brady is so bad. Just one time. <laughs> that would be, uh, they would. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you'd hear about it. Oh, you'd you hear, hear about, about it. it. Sure. <laughs> hey, speaking of, of you and bars in Tampa. I saw that there was a photo on social media. <laughs> there is a bar that has a, 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 a brass plaque that yeah. says the nature boy, Ric Flair. Yeah. Literally, you now have a spot at the bar with your name on it. Is that real? Yeah, yeah that's in two bars in this town. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. And nobody can sit there. <laughs> My goodness. You know how much money I had to spend in that place for that thing to happen? <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it happen before. I mean... <laughs> I know our, our, our friends in New York have a steak knife with your name on it. Ethan up there has got you hooked up at the Hunt and Fish Club. But the idea that you have a bar stool with your name on it is amazing. At American Social. <laughs> in a chair with a back on it, not just a stool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You would be so easy to assassinate. We know where we're going to be. <laughs> Oh, they just opened up three new places here in town. My God, it's unbelievable. This town is growing like crazy. My God. Yeah, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting to, to see what the Bucks look like without Tom Brady. Uh, what's the chatter? Do you guys uh, have you heard? Well, they didn't, well they, you, you didn't. You didn't watch. You know, you're not watching this morning. I missed this. They, they 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 just got Aaron Rodgers. Are you making that up? Yep. <laughs> 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 i hate you well, i would love that man i love aaron Rodgers. i was like wait a minute what i've been working this morning i didn't see anything what <laughs> no, i'm just kidding uh, yeah get that rumor out there boys and girls. <laughs> right, let's do some questions uh, nugget okay. sauce on twitter wants to know wwe has a huge roster right now and a lot of guys not getting noticed is it better to be a small fish in a big pond or a big fish in a small pond it's better to be the big fish period in any size pond <laughs> you just want to be the big fish just the big fish period uh it's, next it's, no, thing. It's, it's no fun being a little fish <laughs> no people, people don't buy little fish uh knapshack wants to know did you ever give garvin heat for the plan b tape they were ready to break kayfabe and hurt the business have you heard about that tape what Rick? Back in the day, there were a handful of guys who put together a, a tape where they're on camera, basically admitting that wrestling was a work and this would have been the late seventies. And it was a way to say, Hey, if we're not going to get our way with these promoters, then this is what we're going to put out there. Of course it never actually aired, but it did pop up on the internet a few years ago, but, uh, Garvin was a part of that, but you've which never Gar heard of that, which huh? Garvin, Terry or Ronnie, Ronnie. I never heard of that. And it wouldn't have done it. In the 70s, there was no social media anyway. Now you can't walk across the street. Right. Yeah, nobody would have bought that. Kurt wants to know, should there eventually be another uh, no, name? No, 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 I never heard about it. No. Should the gimmick pass to the next generation eventually? First, there was Buddy, then Rick. Is there anyone currently working in wrestling who could fill those shoes? I know in storyline, you tried to you know, put a robe on AJ styles and all that in TNA, but for real, if you were going to say, all right, this is the next, this is the modern nature boy. And somebody's going to borrow the robes and borrow the strut and carry on the nature boy thing. Who would that be? Is there somebody out there? 
who you could see pulling that off? Well, Rogers was Rogers and I were two different people. Rogers was just really, you know, kind of kept to himself at his own group of people, very arrogant. Uh, I mean, I think I've been arrogant at times, but I, I'm I don't know if anybody will ever be as crazy as me. And to be well, the I, nature boy, I mean, to, to to create, I mean, my documentary pretty much said it all. It it was crazy. It was a crazy lifestyle, but. It, I loved it. I mean, I wasn't crazy about some of the places I had to wrestle and, and wrestling all in front of 100 people wasn't fun for me, but 99% of what I did, I loved doing. Um, and um, I think it helped explain the, the, the parts that I, that I hate myself for or miss or involving with my kids in that. You know what I mean? Missing the kids and stuff like that. But other than that, I, I don't know if there's anybody crazy enough that wants to be, I mean, I was just out there. You look at it, if you look at the, my body of work and the stuff that I did from, you know, from just regular wrestling, they've been put in that house. And I mean, name it, I've been buried in the desert. Right. I mean, I mean who, who wants to endure all that? You know, I saw where Arn said something about, um, um, Oh, the about about hard to be my friend. You know, it, and, and I, my response, I wanted to respond, and I think I told you it was. It, 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 I, I, I had like Jim Hurd disliked me or anything about me, right? So he he disliked Arn. He disliked Tully. He didn't like anything about any of us, and that rolled over to Eric too. Now I don't know what 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 happened between him and Bill Watts. I don't think he was happy working for Bill either, but that, but with Eric and, and Jim Hurd, they just, they just, well, history, you can look at it. They just didn't like me. And, and probably I, I put them in a position. I, I certainly people know why I left. Um, and I'm certainly, he was knew, was aware that I left, but he was such an established commodity and he was so good at what he did as was Tully. The story of their breakup is not not my business. You know the story; they know it. Um, but I had to leave to save myself. Um, but you know, it left them, and I, but I didn't mean to leave them unprotected. But man, I was ducking and dodging myself. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the quote that you're saying where, where Arn said it was difficult to be your friend in WCW, but it also probably paid dividends. I mean, I, I think when the whole, Oh yeah, it, I'm not saying it didn't. I mean, I, 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 I quit one time with Jimmy and Jimmy and, uh, Jimmy Crockett, when they, those guys refused to go to Raleigh. I said, I, I said, uh, Hey, he's not, they're not going. I'm not going. And, I, and that's a big step when you're the world champion. That's right. rolling the dice. They could have said, screw you, Rick. Right. Right. And I don't know what the resolve was, but it, well, it, all, it all basically started when they signed Luger to that huge contract. You know, uh, the guy had just coming on board un, un, unproven and, um, you know, getting that huge contract. I just threw everything out of whack. And then the World, World Warriors got a big contract and then I wanted one and it just, it snowballed. You know what I mean? Why do you think Luger got that big contract? Is it because they because he, like he, he you know he had played pro football right and he and he knew how to negotiate. That that'd be my take. I don't know. He was a very smart guy. 
I'm just saying from the Crockett standpoint, did they think based on his aesthetics, this could be our Hulk Hogan. We need someone with this giant muscular physique. We need someone who has that superhero look as opposed to just the great wrestlers we have on the roster. Actually, you want to, you want to know who Dusty compared him to? Who? Nick Rockwinkle. Oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah. Dusty compared, he said, we, I'm, we're going to bring this guy in. He'll be, he'll be uh, as good as Nick Bockwinkle. It wasn't about Hulk and that. I mean, the, first of all, Dusty wouldn't have had a Hulk. He was our, he was our Hulk Hogan. Does that make I sense? I just look wise. I, I mean, Lex Luger looks like an action figure. Yeah. Well, exactly. The, the, him and Kerry Von Eric were two best physiques in wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, you get a physique like that because you're eating the right stuff. And we want you to be eating the right stuff with our friends at HelloFresh. We recommend that you get HelloFresh and skip that extra trip to the grocery store and the long checkout line. Spend more time doing things you love. Delicious chef Bye-bye to your recipe rut. And treat yourself and your family to exciting new flavors every week. This has been a game changer for me and my family. We got in the same rut we've always been in. We were eating the same stuff. We were cooking the same stuff. And we were ordering takeout in between. And not only was that expensive, it's uh, probably not as good for you. But cooking with the wife, let me just say, pay some dividends. And man, we have enjoyed some of the stuff we've made. We love the seared steak and potatoes. Uh, my wife loved the Southwest pork and bean burritos. They got something for everybody. And I want you to check it out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Flare65 and use the code Flare65 for 65% off plus free shipping. In case you're not familiar with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. So skip all the not so fun stuff going to the grocery store. HelloFresh makes home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. And that's why they're America's number one meal kit. Go check it out for yourself. I'm telling you, you're going to love some of these menu options. It's HelloFresh.com slash Flare65. Be sure to use the code Flare65 and get 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Flare65. And the promo code Flare65 gets you 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Uh, here's another one here. We, uh, we've we got Ryan McCabe, and he wants to know, when you weren't WCW World Heavyweight Champion, was it always part of the shtick to not sign championship belts for fans? My dad took me to WCW in Alaska back in the early 90s, tried to get you to sign a belt. Uh, but you wouldn't since you didn't have it at the time. Was that, a, was that an old rule of thumb that you don't sign belts if you're not the champ? No, I just oh, bad, bad guys don't sign. Oh, there you go. That makes more sense. <laughs> I love that. I don't want you to cheer me, kid. I want you to hate me. <laughs> uh, Wrestling Punto says, Rick, what's a country you've never wrestled in but would have liked to? Israel. Wow, that's a fun answer. I never, I've never made it to Israel. I probably would have bought a forty-carat diamond, knowing me, <laughs> given to someone who knows. 
I heard the beautiful, the women are beautiful over there. <laughs> and they have diamonds. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Al Pacino <laughs> says, other than Ric Flair's last match, what other match would you like a do-over on? Is there another match that you wish you had a do-over on? Um, well, I wish I could wrestle Sean again and have my self-confidence where it is now. That'd be the only one. I mean, people thought it was great, but it could have been so much better. God, uh, I was 59 then, but I right. still like, I write, I didn't, I don't have any, ache, I don't have any aches or pains or anything. Didn't hurt me to take bumps. Hell, my birthday next week, I'm going to, I'm going to, Jay, give me a suplex off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> well, Hey, that's a fun question. What are you doing for your birthday? I think it's next Friday, right? What are you doing next Friday? It's next Saturday. Celebrating? How are you celebrating? I don't know. It's going to be rough being 74. Oh my God. I'm dreading the thought that's one year away from 75. <laughs> I don't know. Are you, uh, are you going to be home? You're going to be on the road. You make an appearance. No, I, I was supposed to, I, uh, I thought about doing a car show in Milwaukee, but I think I owe it to myself to go to my plaque. <laughs> I love you for that. Go to my you're, plaque. You're invited. You and Megan are invited. Hell, I came to Megan's birthday. Come on. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'll have to remind her of that. Maybe tell, we'll her, do it tell, tell her to get in that god dang Rolls Royce SUV and get her ass up here. Uh, it's not a Rolls Royce SUV. Goodness gracious. What is it? A Bentley SUV? Well, yeah, it is. Um, oh, excuse me. It's a Bentley SUV. I'm sorry, honey. We're, uh, we're going to be right up the road from you, though. Yeah, you know, we're, which, uh, we're which, house, which, one of the, which one of the Conradisons are you coming from? We close on the 21st on our Florida house. So we'll be right up the road from you. How about oh that? Oh my gosh. You'll be within miles of Wendy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're neighbors basically. I know. You know, she's excited. She left to go back this morning. Uh, she, she got her yoga certified. Can you imagine that four weeks of yoga at that place, no TVs, nothing, 10 o'clock curfew and 12 people entered and th three people made it through it. But she's a, she's a yoga instructor now. Yeah, she can. Yeah. Wow. How about that? That's awesome. Yep. yep. Well, you're not going to believe this. I hope this isn't breaking news. I, I don't think it's breaking news. And uh, Fox and Netflix are looking at bringing up the house or, or picking up the housewives of wrestling. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah. Big time. She saw the reel yesterday. It's, um, it's Randy's wife. It's Kurt's wife. It's, um, Wendy and it's uh, Jake. Um, Jake Hager's she, wife. Jake Hager's wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. They do that. Um, I don't think Karen, I don't think Karen Angles in it. I'm not sure. Karen would be great at that. Oh, God. But um, <laughs> the reel came out so good. They're looking at it. So, uh, yeah. I, I can't imagine a, uh, a Karen Angle housewife character. Oh, yeah. She would be. Uh, Oh, she would be viral. And okay. here's here's another one why I've got to behave myself. She just got objected to do her more <laughs> life story with me. Who she's, did? she's writing a book. <laughs> Wait, Wendy's writing a book? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And they gave her a hell of a bump up front. <laughs> This damn documentary got everybody talking. <laughs> uh, what, what is, uh, listen, you know, I've had this idea for a while. I think what we should do 
is we should get the four housewife ha, uh, horse women horse the four what are we going to call it? we got to get all your ex-wives all of them together in a house and make it a reality show oh, oh great me and my five wives uh, i think it'd be uh, hilarious uh, four horsemen and five wives uh, story. you mean the four that never remarried <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> You're a tough act to follow, concert. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, last Week in Wrestling wants to know, out of all the feuds you've had, is there one you'd like to change the outcome to? Well, that NWO thing in 97, right? Oh, the uh, in, in, in Winston-Salem? Yeah. That oh, was yeah. That, it, well, it killed the town. Yeah. It wasn't necessary either. I would, the outcome, I think I've told you this before. I wish I would have submitted the sting in the Scorpion Deathlock in Baltimore. Mm. I told you that. I look back and I don't think, ah, small package. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, every time I won it, I won it, but that's, a, that's been a, a heel. Somebody right. fell down, someone tripped, somebody held somebody's, you know what I mean? I never, I never got to win it in the middle. Um, because who wants to win in the middle? I mean, that, that just nullifies the heat. Does that make sense? Right. Um, yeah, I wish I would have submitted this thing in the middle of the ring instead of instead of having him roll me up. I like that. Uh, Brian Hamilton says, who was the most deserving wrestler to never hold the NWA title? I'm leaning Jerry Lawler, but I'm curious of your opinion. Ted DiBiase. Oh, that would have been a great one. Dick Murdoch. Um, uh, 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 Lawler was he, he was working with AWA at the time. See, the, the reason you know, probably one of the reasons Jerry never got in contention for the NWA title is because they didn't have to, they didn't leave Memphis, right? Remember, the AWA came to, they came to Jerry and he, he beat Henning for it, right? I, um, Yes, that's right. I, I, I've talked to Jeff Jarrett before and some other folks who were in yeah. Memphis and they all had opinions as to why Lawler was maybe sometimes in the conversation, but they never pulled the trigger on it. I've heard some people say, you know, that, Hey, you, you couldn't have tattoos. And apparently Terry Funk had the campaign to get Harley race in and others would say, well, you had to have an amateur background, but then I heard something about Jerry Lawler that I thought, what? But I've talked to folks in Memphis and they say, no, that's what, that's what we were under the impression of that Lawler wrestled in pants, not short tights. Yeah. And certain folks on the committee didn't think that the NWA champion should wrestle in gear. Like yeah, that. They were, they, they were strict about that. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. It blew my mind. Yeah. I really don't like it now. You don't like pants. I, I know. I'm not, not like, I mean, I'm not against it, but I. I look at Austin, I look at Rock, I look at Harley, I look at Terry, Dory, myself, Stone Cold. I mean, now Taker, with Taker, it's a gimmick. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. That, that goes hand in hand. But um, he, I mean, he's got a real good physique. I, I've seen him in wrestling, wrestle tight, in wrestling tights and wrestle, wrestling trunks too. I, you know, it's like... <clears throat> I'm not knocking it, but I mean, look, look at Roman. I mean, I, Roman, Roman doesn't wear pants, does he? He does. He does. Yeah. Roman wears pants. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I guess I guess he, he's not wearing he's not wearing a shirt anymore. He's just wearing. That's right. Yeah, he took yeah. the vest off, but he's still that, wearing. That's it. right. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I <clears throat> I'm not knocking it. It's just that back then it wasn't as, wasn't as popular as it is, as it obviously is now. You, you know, know what? You got to go back I, and look at that. I, I, I would say fifty percent of the guys wear pants now. We've got uh, we got Cody and Roman in the main event at WrestleMania, and they're both wearing pants. Yeah. Now that we're thinking out loud. Like I know Brett and Sean did in '96, but maybe it is more rare than I imagined. But I, I never really put two and two together that that could affect the way people who had a vote or say and what happened with the NWA title would feel of what's his gear look like. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I it's funny when I, when I look at those guys, I I I look at their face, their upper body, their conditioning. I I I've, I have forgotten and overlooked the, the clothing aspect. Right. Um. It's like I think one of the things that makes Ashley so uniquely different is she's she wears, you know, just a regular outfit. I mean, always tricked out to the max, but she's not covered up at all, other than the, the normal attire. Right. And, I, and I'm I'm all about that, especially with the girls. Uh, we uh, we don't usually talk about current stuff a, a ton here with regards to this, but. Uh, how's Manny doing last we heard he, uh, was, was recovering from, uh, a torn pectoral. He had that surgery done. And if you follow him on social media, it looks like they're working out hard as shit together. So maybe he's on the mend, huh? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure he is. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. Um, so I don't know exactly what the time frame is, but I, I, I know they're training like hell. My God. I know for a while, Manny could only train with one arm, but. Yeah, he kept he kept working his legs and everything. It's like, like Manny wears wears long pants too, but Manny's got great legs. So I don't know why he does. I mean, he's got tremendous thigh muscles and that. I don't know why. Everybody's got a different reason for the way they dress, but the queen is in the kind of shape that very few people in a lifetime ever get in. Yeah, I don't I, care. I'm wondering since we're talking about pants, I can't believe this is such a fascinating subject, but I just never imagined it would have had any bearing on the nwa title but you have joked before that you wore your knee pads a certain way because you wanted to cover what you called your minuscule calves which minuscule but minuscule (laughs) minuscule so as you're covering your minuscule calves did you ever consider wearing pants no for that reason no i just never considered wearing them hmm I was stuck with them damn obliques and the minuscule cabs. <laughs> <laughs> the obliques, I wanted to get cut off one day. I was so mad at them. Maybe if I could just push myself away from the bar at night, just for one night a week back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, or 2000s, my, my obliques might have gone away. They went away when I was sick. <laughs> Uh, Mike Jones version 2.5 wants to know, Rick, what was your favorite place to eat on the road? I was just there and it's back open. I was at Jimmy at seafood two nights in a row. I think I told you that, right? Yep. Phenomenal food, but Sabatino's just reopened. So my two, I have to put two together, uh, Gibson's in Chicago and Sabatino's in Baltimore. And now Jimmy's Jimmy's seafood was fantastic. Oh, they were all at the red carpet too. Do they not? Man, what oh, a great God. place. What a great I, I didn't realize how big the place is. Keeps going and going and going. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what else keeps going, and that's the fabulous Woo Wings. I can't believe this is real, but Ric Flair has his very own virtual restaurant brand. It's now operating in more than 30 locations across 11 different states with more on the way. What are you favorites from the World Championship Woo Wings? You can order it on your Uber Eats or Postmates app if you live in Nashville, Tennessee. San Antonio, Texas. Maybe if you're in Florida, we'll hook it up in Miami, Jacksonville, or Clearwater. You can find Woo Wings all over Los Angeles and New York. In North Carolina, they found a home in Charlotte, Raleigh, and Concord. Richmond Hill in Atlanta over in Georgia. Tuscaloosa and right here in Huntsville, Alabama. Plus Tulsa, Providence, and more on the way. Woo Wings is a virtual brand, so it's delivery only. The food is made by great restaurant partners with an existing location who are looking to add more to their bottom line. For a complete list of current locations or to find out more about becoming one of Ric Flair's restaurant partners, visit RicFlairWings.com. If you're in a Woo Wing City, order today from the Uber Eats or Postmates app and try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion, Woo Wings. And Rick, while we're just uh, plugging all of your ventures here, what's the latest on Ric Flair Drip? You can find out all the updates over at rickflairdrip.com. Well, it, it, it drops in Florida next in in two weeks. So two weeks. I'll be in I'll be in uh, fifteen states probably by. I mean, I'm going to Michigan and Missouri in March. Um, I'll, I should be in sixteen states um, by um, by by May first, and then I'll be in twenty four by the end of the year. We, uh, we got to make it happen, man. You got to get some, some Ric Flair drip in Pensacola. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> How far do you live from Pensacola? And the house is in Pensacola. Oh, you, but you're still 90 miles away from where Wendy is then. Yeah. Oh, I keep thinking you're right down there on the, by Destin. No, no, no. Oh, it's, okay. it's, in, it's a Pensacola mailing address. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, well, it'll be, uh, you can buy it. You know, is it uh, I can get you a card right now. <laughs> I can help you get a card. I love you for that, man. I had a lot of fun today talking about all things wrestling and football and sports. And we're going to be back next week. Talking I, even about- put, I even put over Alabama. God, that, was, that was rough. I know you probably need a drink after that. <laughs> I do. Uh, well, I'll tell you this though. I I'm, I'm going to, uh, when I hang up, I'm going to start selling with the wife and I got to come see this plaque in person. I got to see yeah, this. I plaque. mean, I just go over and just demand, just say, look, at, it's your dad's birthday. He could be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hell shit, man. You know, everybody in the family is scared of her. Did I drive up on you in Pensacola and you were leaving? Yeah. I got a text that said, Rick, we're leaving, going somewhere else. And who was right there? You were there. You were there. An eight-hour drive through the jungle, little woods. (laughs) 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 Listen, I'm going to post that picture of you where you fell off the damn stool. No, you're not. If I don't don't get you, you don't come to my birthday party. I'm going to say, this is what me, that's what Conrad looked like at Megan's. <laughs> <laughs> I love we'll it. We'll see you next week right here hey, on To Be The Man. Woo!